who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. What does feminism mean to you? During Women's History Month, come explore feminism and how it's playing out in real life with season two of Thread the Needle, a monthly podcast. I'm your host, Donna Schill. I'll use my background in journalism to dive into topics that matter to women today, from divorce to call-out culture to masculinity to girls' confidence. Season two of Thread the Needle finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. We're all on board with us. Yeah. <laughs> Diking uh, out. We just, hate men. Yeah. <laughs> that's our tag. That's that. We're gonna oh, put that on you our, saw our tagline. Card. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you see our new website? Uh-huh. It's the banner. I'm diking out. You're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out. Diking out. Diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, the podcast where one of the hosts takes a stage name 30 episodes in and abandons it nine episodes later. <laughs> I'm once again Carolyn Bergier. Congratulations. I'm Sarah York. Who is now going by a new stage name, Feckless Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we will be diking out with stand-up, improv, and sketch comedian Morgan Miller on the topic of soulmates. Morgan hosts a weekly show at UCB Hell's Kitchen every Monday night at 11 p.m. called Dirty Laundry. She's from Denver, and of course she loves sports because let's all be stereotypes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Morgan, thanks for diking out with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, uh, a big announcement. Um, we are having our first live podcast recording And it's going to be part of a Pride um, Queer Night of Comedy. The event is called LOLGBTQ. Oh, wow. Um, I was actually impressed that I'd never seen that before. I am too, yeah. For for a comedy show, but kudos to them. are funny. Yeah, Yeah, they are. They they know it. (laughs) They know how to do it. Uh, It's going to be at the Pit, the People's Improv Theater, at 1030 p.m. on Thursday, June 21st, um, and it's going to benefit the It Gets Better project. It's actually a whole night of comedy. I'm also on the 8.30 show for anybody who wants to come and uh, hear me make jokes, at because I won't be doing that on the podcast. <laughs> 
that's strictly business, that's but my jokes are at business. 8.30 on uh, a show that's called Terms of Inqueerment. And then there's also a 9 p.m. show. So they're taking over like the whole People's Improv yeah. Theater. There's two stages. Um, a 9 p.m. show with past Diking Out guests, Emma Willman and Sydney Washington. Oh. And honestly, you should probably see that instead yeah. of... I if hope you're the guy who booked me on the 8.30 show. But come to the 8.30 show for half an hour and then leave and go see the other one because it's going to be funny. It's all in the same building, guys. All in the same building. Um, and then hopefully by next week we'll know who our guest is. Great. <laughs> we'll tell you guys. Um, and yeah, I, I'm glad you are all along for uh, my journey of self-doubt and discovery <laughs> of uh, going with the stage Morgan, name. do you know what we're talking to, to about her name change? No. Yeah. Is this real? Yeah, so I decided. It was never legal, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like two months ago, I decided to go uh, by Carrie Berg and just shorten my first and last name because uh, I was just so sick of correcting people on it. And when I floated out Carrie Berg, everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's a lot like snappier. That's a lot catchier." Mm-hmm. Including me, I was on yeah, board. Yeah, yeah. Like everybody was on board. I'm like, I'm going for it, and I changed my name on like. My entire online presence went back through like my old YouTube videos, all of the artwork for Diking Out, Carrie Berg, Carrie Berg started like I'm doing shows in like San Francisco. I'm submitting to festivals, just all Carrie Berg. And then like it only took a few of my uh, my Jewish friends to be like, why are you trying to sound more Jewish? I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that one. And that makes me like very uncomfortable that that's something that, that people are thinking. Um, because in my mind, I thought Berg by itself was German. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't even think of it. I didn't, I didn't I even know. go that far you know, until like analyze it. I was like, oh yeah, I like it. You can spell that. It's four letters. Like that was the, my criteria for being like a good choice. I feel like when you're not Jewish, <laughs> like, like there's so many times that I'll see a stand up comic who's like, I'm Jewish, obviously. I'm like, it's not obvious. Yeah. I don't know. Because like, <laughs> there are a right. lot of people, like, I I don't know. I think it's a weird thing to be like, oh, yeah, you look so Jewish. Right. <laughs> uh, unless you're like I think if you are Hasidic. Jewish, you can say that. But if you yeah, yeah. aren't, no, it's a little. No, if you Jewish. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, it would be weird if I got on stage and was like, I'm very Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it'd also be weird if I said my heritage, too. It's like, I'm pretty Swedish, you guys. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's uh, like, well, yeah. I was like, look at, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like tall and white. Yep. That's like the yep. criteria for that. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm so white, you guys. I am Swedish, French, and English. Oh, <laughs> so man. Yeah, it's like there you are. She's white. I am <laughs> avocado salad with raisins. I am white. <laughs> I, the the other thing that did it for me too was just like I was having an identity crisis every day, going between the two names because mm-hmm. I wanted to keep. And like, we like sort name. of manufactured a new personality for Carrie Berg. She was like I know. more freewheeling. Yeah, it's not me. You know, no. I, I'm still the person <laughs> that like has trouble peeing in a public restroom if one other person's in it. Oh and yes. That's- who who I have to be for yeah. the rest of my life. Oh, I'm man. Just... I was in a public restroom yesterday at TJ Maxx because we were shopping for bedding. And Wow. You just uh, honestly, I'm going to be honest, you can't do that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to throw that yeah, out there. Yeah. You must not do that. I mustn't do any of those things, like in that sequence or any, all of it. So, yeah, and this old lady, this old lady yelled at me because I get this a lot in public restrooms where – older women think that I'm a man and like she goes <gasps> she goes what she said what which was the weird part like I didn't even say anything but she was like what like a very like a almost like a cartoon and she looked at me like all horrified and I said what 
And I just looked at her and then she like put two and two together. I was wearing a t-shirt and I have size D boobs. Like these are fucking there. And I just, God, it was so annoying. But I was like, why? This happens to me a lot. But then I just realized like it's my own fault for being at a TJ Maxx. Because you go to, like I'm in the middle of Manhattan, but when you walk into a TJ Maxx, you're right back in Nebraska where you came from, which is where I come from. And like, it's, it's like, it, you feel like you're back in like the Midwest because the only people in there are like fussy old ladies. Yeah. So I go in this nasty public restroom, get accused of being a man, which is the worst thing anyone could say about anyone. It sucked. Anyway. Hey, have you seen Tig Notaro's new yes. special? Yeah. yeah. I was thinking yeah, yeah, about yeah. that, the yeah. like response because yeah. she gets called a, yeah, man, like, yeah, yeah. a man all the time. So like one of her first jokes is like a, a guy called her sir like at a bodega or something oh she was like thanks ma'am yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. just and the they just man. had a standoff of just like what is happening yeah. <laughs> i like watching the wheels turn in dudes heads when they're confused about something yeah. regarding like sexuality and women like two women holding hands and all of a sudden their brains just you can see the gears just like grinding to a halt like yeah. in that scene in titanic where they had to stop the propellers and then reverse it again and it took a minute for the propellers to go back the other way like you can see that happening in their brains when they see like two women together especially if one is like a little more androgynous and the other one's like super feminine or whatever it's like it just fucking the the bolts come flying out of their ears it's my favorite what Uh. an amazing metaphor (laughs) I mean that's all I do but truly yeah I saw I saw the picture I saw I was I was it was like a movie playing out next time you're gonna see it and you're gonna be like wow that's the the Titanic gears are reversing When men see lesbians in general, there's something happening, no matter yeah. what. It's like that wheels turning, or if it's like two like more femme like mm-hmm. girls, they're just like yeah, yeah. It's like but you guys will like us, sort of. Right? Yeah. It's like can we can we come to you? Can we be there with you? Yeah. They're like they turn into Jim Carrey in the mask when his eyes pop out and like that. Yeah, yeah. His tongue rolls across the floor like a cartoon. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I know. <laughs> That's why I feel bad because, like, whenever my wife tries to kiss me and there's men around, which, like, unfortunately, there's always men around. Yeah. Um, and the population, I heard. I know. It's <laughs> it's a very sad state of affairs that uh, half the population is still men. <laughs> And when my wife goes to kiss me, like, right away, I'm just, like, very aware of, like, the creepy looks or yeah. the guys that are all of a sudden, like, ooh, these ladies are here for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that kiss was oh, the just the entertainment has arrived at this Panera Bread. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. I know you, you become aware immediately of how many men are in the room. You're just yeah. like, you're like Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. <laughs> she goes in for a kiss and you're like 16. <laughs> what? There are 16 men in this building. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I know this isn't what we were harping on, but I love Panera Bread. Yeah, <laughs> oh, gonna tell you that right up. Oh, and that is my white background. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, how I really, Swedish am I? I really do love a Panera Bread. My I there's mean, nothing wrong with that. My that cinnamon just, crunch. Uh, get out of town. They call it, you can't really call it a bagel. There's no hole in it, but it's like a cinnamon crunch bread, and it's just the best. Yeah, with that hazelnut spread on it. Yeah, nothing like a. 1400 calorie breakfast with yeah. no protein in it. Oh, <laughs> uh, my it's ex-girlfriend so used to make she used to make me feel bad that I liked Panera. Really? She was yeah. like she was like really Panera and I was like, "Yeah. yeah. Have you have had, you had <laughs> their uh you pick two? Yeah. <laughs> you get a choice." All right? 
was that the deal breaker? Was that the deal breaker moment? Oh, yeah. Was that the fight? Oh, the (laughs) fight that ended all of it. It wasn't the torment that came up to the end of it. Yeah, you're like, Uh, "Uh, I was okay with you cheating on me, but throwing shade at Panera was too far. (laughs) That turkey panini. Something special. That's great. Um, I started watching Wild Wild Country. You started? You haven't. That's no. the hottest ticket. In- I know. <laughs> what the hell am I talking the about? Hottest ticket on Netflix. <laughs> the hottest ticket in town. Wild Wild Country. The hottest ticket in town. <laughs> I had to decide: Am I going to watch Tig's new special, or am I going to keep oh, watching yeah. more Wild Wild Country? So I only watched episode one, but um, it really got me and my wife thinking about uh, lesbian communes and researching which ones still exist and being like, can we go to there? Oh, We're, yeah. Just like summer in New York City is really make, you know, winter in New York City is bad, yeah. summer in New York City is bad. Yesterday, it was really hot and there were a lot of... Um, it was bad. A lot of characters out. Yeah. And we're like, where can we move that's only women? <laughs> Yeah, is that, and are they, like, do those places exist? With expansive land and just... Like Montana. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like... I've, Once in I've Florida, been thinking about that like, a not lot. It's it. like, no, that's not okay. worth it. Yeah. Um, there's too many bath salts down there. I don't know. Uh, I, would think, I, I think about that a lot because I'm like, what if you could just like design a community that's just women? Yeah. And like... It's been done. And, you know, kids, obviously, if they have kids, but like... Yeah, like what? But it, I don't want it to be like out in the wilderness. Like I want it to be like an annexed part of like New York. Like there's got to be like a like a corner of Bushwick that we can just deliberately take for ourselves. North yeah. Brother Island. What the hell is that? That's from Broad City. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know where With that is. Garrel. Yeah. all with Garrel on North Brother Island. I I don't know if I could do it. I don't know if I could be in a commune with just lesbians. I I get I get like overwhelmed. I get oh, overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, with now feminine that- energy and like even going to like lesbian bars I'm just like I feel like I'm in a meat market you yeah. know what I mean I feel like everybody's sizing me up being like could we fuck and, uh, and <laughs> or I'm, they're being and like I'm, are you looking at my girlfriend yes. like they're very territorial right uh, very yeah, territorial yeah. Um, have you guys been have you guys heard or been to Dinosaur no, no. I mean we've heard, I would love oh I know what it is yeah. you know when what I was it. like 20 years old it was all I wanted to do yeah Wait, and now I'm like well I, I have the resources and I'm like no I'm I not going I just heard about it um, oh I was really in, yeah I was in LA at the time but I didn't go but I heard that was the first time I heard of it yeah and that's it for like three days right that yeah. was really like what it is it's just lesbians from all around the world come to it's that basically just like yeah. a big like beach party right like is it is it like a is it like a festival like do you have to like buy tickets to go to it or something? No, I think you buy tickets to the individual parties. Okay. You know? And yeah. then it is just like a big beach pool. It's in Palm Springs. Yeah. Um, which I don't think has a beach. Right? Oh, okay. No. Uh, that's inland. No, um, it, it's... I know geography. Yeah. <laughs> Palm Springs, it's a, it's a big gay... It's usually yeah, a gay yeah, man yeah. hangout. Yeah. Like when I was looking to, to stay there... Um, a few nights, a lot of the hotels just had major gay vibes, yeah. but more like gay man vibes. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. just a lot of pictures of men in Speedos. So the gay men were like, all right, ladies, you can have one weekend. One weekend they'll share. You better call it something weird. I thought, when I learned what Dinosaur was, this is like when I was first coming out, and I was like, oh my God, that would be the most fun thing ever to go to. Like, look, it's like 
lesbians everywhere. And now that gives me a lot of anxiety to think about, like... So much anxiety. Oh, yeah. my God. So maybe our commune wouldn't work out. No, <laughs> I know. I know once I start, but it wouldn't like, be thinking more like about a part- it. Like, I don't do well with large groups of lesbians in, like, a party setting. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, where there's... I don't know. Because I... I don't, no one's looking at me like, ooh, I want to fuck her. They're looking at me like, oh, is she flirting with my girlfriend? Because she's, like, tall and aggressive. I don't think that. Thank you. I think people are definitely looking at you. Like you think so? Yeah. All right. That's everybody, cool. Everybody's got a type. And yeah. everyone's Whatever. got a type. Yeah. Come on. Don't sell yourself short. Yeah. People but it's like the you. other butch girls are looking at me like, get the fuck out of here. They're or, also territorial. Or they're the, old, the older ladies who take the bar seats and don't get up yeah. at Cubbyhole. I know. And then they give you a shitty look when you're just trying to get a drink. I'm sorry I'm reaching over your shoulder, but you're sitting directly at the bar and this place is tiny and there's a thousand people in here. A thousand Trisha. People, Trisha. You know, <laughs> Trisha, <laughs> let me get my $2 margarita yeah. on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> you can't beat that. I know. You can't beat the $2 Tuesday. Um, so Vermont this week said that they were going to pay people up to $10,000 to move there and work I remotely. I really? That. So I feel like that's a lesbian commune in the oh, making. Oh, yeah, the whole state. Uh, yeah. But it... It is this conflict where it's like I want to live off the land, but also can't work the land myself. So that's why I feel like I just need the other lesbians around yeah, to do yeah. the heavy lifting. Yeah, <laughs> I've done a bunch of shows in Vermont, um, in Burlington a lot, and I think it is there are a lot of lesbians there, but also it's one of those places where you, everyone looks like a lesbian. You yeah. Know? yeah, they're all dressed, you know, just yeah. like very outdoor, woodsy, woodsy, yeah. very yeah. woodsy vibes. Yeah. You know, just like very, very Patagonia. Cool, oh, very cool probably jackets. Probably sells a lot of stuff there. Yeah, yeah. very cool jackets. And uh, yeah, everyone there looks like they could uh, like put firewood yeah. together. Like most yeah. people in here are wearing a reversible jacket <laughs> of some sort. Some reversible clothing. Oh. Hey, any clothing is yeah. reversible if you, if you work it right. Put your mind to it. I've been saying that for 27 years. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, Morgan, you want to talk about soulmates. Oh, boy. Yeah. (laughs) I gave you a list of topics, Mm -hmm. uh, which was so funny to me that I gave you this list. And then I said soulmates. And I was like, this isn't particularly lesbian, so we probably won't pick that. But then you guys were like, we got to talk about it. Um, But it is maybe like sort of lesbian as in the sense of like things move very fast with two girls. Um, So maybe like that's something that's like, maybe we are right away. But yeah, I guess I want to talk about soulmates. I found my soulmate. Oh, so congrats. Yes, congratulations. Did you always believe in soulmates like before this happened? What What was your thoughts on? So yeah, I believed in like friend soulmates. Like my best friend, Mike Kelton, and I, I truly believe we're soul sisters. Mm-hmm. And we're Mike like, Kelton is so funny. Ugh. I don't know if you have men on shows, but if you put him in a wig and just said... Yeah. He can be on Diking Out. He's, He's on my short list. We're gonna have we're gonna allow one gay man, but I'm being like very selective no, about is, who it is. Yeah. But but Mike Kelton does crack me up, so oh, I might put that out there. He is a joy. <laughs> he would love doing this too. Um, but yeah, like when we met, it was like immediately he came up to me. It was we met in an improv class, and he came up to me after and was like, "Hey, uh, I think we're gonna be friends like forever. So do we? Aww. Can I walk you to wherever you're going?" And I get I'm like very shy at first, and so I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, sure." And then sure enough, seven years later, you know, nice. I know. So I do believe in that kind of like instant connection, but yeah. I didn't really know if I believed it with like a romantic partner. 
Um, and also lately I've become very, very spiritual and believe in the universe taking uh-huh. care of me and like cosmic energy happening. Um, and so I don't think I ever expected it, but then when it happened, I was like, oh, this is, this is a real, this is mm-hmm. for sure a real thing. Um, and also I've been really into past life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Really into like past life. So do you think like soulmates Uh have been together? Like kind of reconnect over and over and over again? 100%. They've known each other in a past life uh, or however many past lives they've known each other. That's why I feel like when you meet someone and you're like, God, I fucking feel like I know you. Yeah. And just like the deepest, most amazing way. Um, And so, yeah, I definitely think I like really am into past life stuff. I'm going to do a past life regression, I think, therapy session. Yeah. And like figure it out. Yeah. Mike's really into into that shit and obviously that's probably why I am but he does he's doing a podcast right now called Beyond which is all about that stuff like mediums and mm. past life regression and psychics and and you know constellations and cool. all that kind of stuff very cool yeah. I, I buy in I'm an agnostic and I uh can buy into a lot of different things actually mm. but past lives is one that I'm like yeah that makes sense to, to me past lives makes more sense than like anything in the bible yeah, no, it does. I'm like, I, I, buy I buy it way more. Past lives. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, the Bible is a book. It's a book. <laughs> it's yeah. a storybook. It's a storybook <laughs> uh, without pictures. And it's like, come on, give us pictures. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's like the difference between like religion and spirituality. Yeah. Right? Which is like, yeah. And I, I was raised like strict atheist. Like my dad is a mm, very uh, hardcore atheist. My brother is atheist. Very, yeah. Yeah. Very much an atheist. And in the past like few, like probably like, like six months, I've just like turned the leaf of like, mm-hmm. I do believe in energies and the universe and there's something yeah. greater than me happening. I don't think it's a person. I think it's just energy and like the world and sometimes like higher power speaks through other people, mm-hmm. like that kind of uh, stuff. Um, but that's something that my, my girlfriend talks about a lot where she feels like she like sort of, we sort of like met for the first time and I was like, oh, I know you. Like I've mm. always known you. Yes, right? Yeah. Do you think yeah, she's your it, soulmate? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, but she, that's all. That was something that was like a concept that she introduced to me. Was like the whole. I had never even thought of that. Like mm-hmm. I'd never. I. I don't know. I just never really like entertained that idea that yeah. people that you sort of get recycled over time. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it makes sense. Hmm. I don't know. It feels real. Yeah. It feels we're real. We're convinced that we were gay men in our past life. You too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like my, my girlfriend and oh, I you, are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I'm like, sure I think true. we were just old queens that, yeah. <laughs> that lived together. Oh, I mean, I, I will say that, yeah, when, um, when I was first realizing that, that I was a lesbian, mm-hmm. I think part of what threw me off was that I had a lot of like gay man tendencies and, mm-hmm. Aside from like being attracted to men, yeah, but just like really subscribing to all the divas, being like, yeah, super into Madonna, being super into that gay culture, musicals, like everything yeah. like that, like irrational love of Liza Minnelli and <laughs> Carol Channing, and I couldn't explain. No, it I to think you, that's rational, but like <laughs> from like age five, I thought Carol Channing was just like might as well be God. Which yeah. I was just like, who is this creature? And you she's are just gay like man. a gift to all of us. Yeah. And Carol Channing. I love that. But like it's great. But but like and then like lesbians are like, oh, indigo girls. I'm like, yeah. what? No, I want to hear Liza sing more. Yeah. Like, absolutely. Um, but but I guess I never thought about it in terms of um past lives. I actually think in the past life I was a drug addict. You think but, so? 
hundred <laughs> percent. Honestly, you learn from your past lives as to like that's what makes you who you are today. Hmm. Yeah, right? I had reoccurring dreams for um, like a year in college that were like all about me going through like um, withdrawal from Weird. from drugs. And like feeling the withdrawal like so strong Mm -hmm. in my dreams. And then also um, around the same time getting shot and feeling um, like the the blood coming out of my my body, feeling like the kind of mix of like shock and pain. It it was all so real. And between the two dreams, I was like, I think I was like mixed up in drugs. And and I always had like an aversion to drugs. Yeah. It was always like, no, thanks. Yes. That is real shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking real. And you learn from your past lives. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Mike did a past life regression and we were obviously married in a past life. Mm -hmm. Ah. And he was like the mayor of this town outside (laughs) of London. Of course. And I was the mayor's wife, and I, like, loved being the mayor's wife. That's how he describes it. And we were very (laughs) arrogant and pompous and, like, loved being arrogant. Did he have, like, a fancy pocket watch? I bet he did. Oh, yes. And (laughs) and we just, like, loved being assholes, you know? And then he, he, like, hung a witch at one point. I mean, it's insanity, but I believe in it. And uh, It sounds like you two maybe died on the Titanic together. It's possible. It's possible. (laughs) Um, And... But it makes sense. Like we're really into like witchcraft and witchy shit in this life, and we're like tr- like trying to be like the most humble people we've ever been because arrogance was something that like didn't work in our past lives mm-hmm. and that we yeah. learned from. Um, oh it's so it's very interesting. Cool. Yeah, I hope he doesn't hang any more witches. She was probably yeah. a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, she has to stop hanging the lesbians. All lesbians are witches, and that's the damn truth. Yeah. And all witches are lesbians. It's um, airtight logic. Yeah. Yep, but not all lesbians are witches. Come to Diking Out for airtight logic. That's our new tagline. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, so tell us about meeting your your soulmate. So, uh, so I was in L.A. and oh boy. Here we go. <laughs> Does uh, she live in LA? Yeah, she lives in LA. So you're at a Dinah long Shore. distance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, uh, it's so scary. Dinosaur scares the living daylights out of me. Um, I so uh, I had a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. that was here and uh, I like just had this like gut thing I never really wanted to commit I didn't want to be exclusive with this girlfriend and uh, then I had this gut feeling when I was going to LA I was like I just need to not be exclusive and just like allow whatever's going to happen to happen there I wasn't like seeking I wasn't like looking I wasn't like tindering mm-hmm. and that was like the weird that's when now looking back is such a weird part of like maybe my body knew that's I might meet it's just was so crazy um, but anyways, we were exclusive when I left and, uh, uh, for a number of reasons, but so then anyways, we were at a queer show. We were at all, all, all queer improv show called thank you for coming out, which mm-hmm. I know you guys know that dubs, uh, runs it's amazing show. Check it out. It's so really, truly an amazing show. And so this girl, her name's Crosby. Can you even fucking believe it? <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's a dope name, right? I dope love as that. fuck. Yeah, she's so cool, you guys. God, how can you not so cool. be with the name Crosby? I yeah. know, I know, I know. I'm done for. So, uh, so we met at this queer show. She doesn't really do comedy anymore. Like she doesn't do improv. She's more of a dramatic actor now. But she knows Dubs really well. And Dubs was like, "Just come do the show." And she's like, "Ugh, I don't do improv anymore. Whatever." So she went, and 
like just like immediately we saw each other and realized this energy was just like, whoa, what's mm-hmm. happening? Um, and she later tells a story that to me that she left to go to the bathroom when she didn't have to pee to come back so she could stand closer to me so we could like be closer to one another in the room. And then we were like laughing and like making eyes and all this stuff, but it wasn't sexual. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, oof, God, this hot. I mean, she is beautiful, but uh, it wasn't like, oh my God, she's so fucking hot. I mm-hmm. want to just like pounce. It was just like, whoa, this, I need to know more about this yeah, person yeah. for sure. Um, and then afterwards, she was like sh- freaking out about like uh, it with Dubs upstairs talking about it. And I was downstairs and I was like smoking cigarettes. And uh, and I was like, because I don't drink. So I was like, I'm not going to go out after like whatever. And then I was like, but I should have one drink just to like talk to this girl. So we went and we like walked on our way there together. And it just was this thing of like, I know you. This feels right. This feels like something I've never felt in my whole life. And so we went to the bar, um, like hung out for a little bit. And then it was just like these two Aussies who were going to Dinosaur were just like being so abrasively aggressive to us <laughs> in the bar, <laughs> which I actually like thank them because that yeah. brought us together because there was a point where they were being so abrasive that I looked at her and we like looked at one another and we're just like, this is insane, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, this this one Aussie had this sequin blazer. It was the craziest thing. <laughs> In the whole world. They were so, they were much older and just so aggressive towards us. I hope they have a podcast because I want to listen to that. Right. Oh. <laughs> older, aggressive, crazy Australian lesbians. God, <laughs> you guys, they were maniacs. Uh, <laughs> truly. Um, and just like, yeah. Anyways, and she was, they were like, you're going to Dinosaur? Because uh, Crosby was going. Mm. And she was like, yeah, we won't run into each other. She run in, ran into them like, every other party <laughs> and that woman was wearing that sequin blazer every fucking party. Oh, yeah. to the look you don't buy that blazer no. to wear just that <laughs> is your costume for the whole show yeah um yeah so then we just like we were like and then i was like looking i was like i really just want to get like to know you that's crazy we're at this bar so we were leaving and i was like uh, do you need a ride home? And she was like, uh, yeah, yeah. And then I was staying in Silver Lake and I was like, you live in Silver Lake? And she was like, yeah, basically. And I was like, we don't care where you live. Uh, <laughs> you could live in Venice and I'm going to take you home. Yeah. Um, and, in, and New Yorkers, if you don't know that geography, it's far as hell. Yeah. Um, but she, so then we went and she like was like, do you want to get like french fries and hamburgers at this like hamburger shop that was like 24 hours? And I was like, sure. And so we sat and talked until like, two or three in the morning and then went uh I took her home and then we texted until like six in the morning and I was like I have a girlfriend um and but you said you were not exclusive at the time oh you were okay Yeah. yeah and so I was like I have a girlfriend and we were like okay well this is a crazy night that was incredible I guess it's just like gonna be that it but both of us had this feeling it was like it's not it and so I left and I was like couldn't stop thinking about her was just like, and we were like, we can't see each other because we're also incredibly attracted to one another sexually. And so, like, we know that this is like not mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, but I like couldn't stop thinking about her and just like the connection we had. And when we were talking at the hamburger place, it was like, it felt like safe. It felt like I was home. Mm-hmm. It felt like we talked about things that I don't talk about with any, with like, anyone unless they're really good friends with me. Um, and, and we kind of opened up to each other in like really beautiful ways just because it felt safe and right. 
And so then, like, three days later, I got, like, really hard, bad news in L.A., and I was so upset, and I was like, I can't talk to anyone. I can't talk to my girlfriend. I can't talk to my parents. I just hate everything. And I was like, I'm going to do really destructive behavior right now and, like, really just, like, go off. And then I was like, but who will make me feel, like, safe right now and just, like, safe in the moment? And Mm -hmm. and I was like, it's Crosby. And so I called Crosby, and we we were like, we should – I guess we'll go out, and I'll try and get my mind off of this. And we went out to uh, the gay bar there, the Abbey, and it was so yeah, yeah, it, it was, is extra. It was it's extra. And we got there, we were like, this oh, is not the place we should be. Yeah, yeah, it's not a place to hang out and talk. <laughs> not at all. by any means. Not, because, at, all. Yeah. not at all. So we immediately got in there, and we were like, we got to get out of here. <laughs> um, and then we went to Jumbo's Clown Room, which is like a what is that burlesque kind of strip club all right uh which is just insane Mm -hmm. to go to but it was like such a funny thing and we just sat and we talked and you can talk there because it's just like a place where you can be up front and then you're also throwing singles at women i was gonna say uh, strip clubs are better places to talk yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) exactly any strip club would be a better place to have a conversation hostage situation would be a better place to like (laughs) Like a bank robbery is like, listen, we got to talk. Unless you're really into screaming into people's ears <laughs> yeah, and yeah. like getting bumped into, then yeah. sure, go to the Abbey. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Ugh. Uh, so we went there and we hung out until like whatever in the morning. And then I was like, do you still want to hang out? We went home and watched uh, Contagion. Oh, Love a good great movie. Film. Kate Winslet. Still oh, got it. Ugh. <laughs> uh, and um, actually, it wasn't Contagion now that you just said that. <laughs> It wasn't? Was it Outbreak? No, was it, it a wasn't disease even movie? a disease. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know all of them. <laughs> it was The Conjuring. Oh. <laughs> so different. Very different. Very different. Not very good. Okay. Uh, but Contagion's good. Contagion's good. The Conjuring, it is good in either. its own way. I love horror films, no matter what. Okay. Yeah. Um, but then, like, one thing led to another, and we ended up hooking up, which is not okay. Uh, but I called my girlfriend the next day and told her everything. It was oh. just, like, the next day I just, like, told, I told her everything. Yeah. And was just, like, I'll, this, like, won't ever work because I've met my soulmate. And, Damn. yeah. So, yeah, it was crazy and then uh yeah it was wild and like she just like shed light on everything that I had been missing um you know uh in past relationships and she is like everything that I ever thought she's like she's like if I could dream of a girl that Mm -hmm. was like someone who was like perfect for me she is so beyond that Mm -hmm. any dream that I could ever have that it's like wild. And it's the first time where I've met someone where I'm like, I can't believe you're into me. You know, like Mm -hmm. I can't even fathom. That's how I feel about my girlfriend. Everyone else, I could be like, oh yeah, I could see why you're into me. Yeah, exactly, right? (laughs) We're like really like awful, like like, like confident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right, like, uh, yeah, like a little grandiose. Yeah, um, yeah. But just being like, yeah, and me just being like, I also always was like, because I'm a comedian and stuff, I was like, I guess I'll just be the funny one in the relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess that's just how a life's going to live. Yeah. And she's like funnier than me. She she makes me laugh so much. And she's so funny and smart and uh, beautiful. And just like what soulmate to me meant was like nothing was like wanting or needing in any way, but in sexual way, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And and to me, like lust is very real, and I mm-hmm. am very like 
that happens to me a lot. But this was like, I just want to be best friends with you forever. And I want Mm -hmm. you to be happy no matter what. And if I'm not the person for you, fine, but we're going to be best friends forever. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it felt. And, you know, two two months and change later, uh, she's like the girl I feel like I'm going to be with forever. Right. So what's it? Do you live here? In so New I York live here, you? but I'm I am going to be moving to LA. Good Sadly. thinking. No, yeah. not not because of her. I was already career wise. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it was like uh, I was already thinking that before I met her. But yeah, I mean, and she was like, "Don't move here for me," because that's like uh, whatever, like scary and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I'm not moving there for you." No and palm trees and seventy degree weather. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I like mean, work, wouldn't? and then second, <laughs> yeah, yeah like every- and work. I guess. It, yeah, it, it makes perfect sense. It's not like she lives in like Cincinnati, and you're like, I'm not moving there for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just really want to live in Cincinnati. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh my god, that was like my ex girlfriend. I was like, don't move to Atlanta for me, and, and definitely moved to yeah. Atlanta for me. Are you from Atlanta? Uh, no, I lived there though before New York. Oh, nice. Yeah, Crosby's from Atlanta. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's like a really cool Southern Atlanta chick who's like super into music and like hip hop and is just like really cool. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's like a cool a, town. Yeah, yeah, super cool. And then yeah. I'm just like this Denver like chick who's like, <laughs> I like, let's go hiking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but she's like turned me on to music in a really cool way. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's wild. I feel like the luckiest person in the world. Mm-hmm. I feel like. There's a lot of similarities in your story and mine, I think. Yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, just kind of that, like, instant feeling. Like, kind of like what we talked about earlier, where you feel like you sort of know someone. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I just kind of felt like, oh, yeah, that's who, that's my person. Like, yeah, the sec- right? I was like, no, it's, like, going to happen. Like, yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I was like, I got to well, get I from remember- point A to point B, but I know what point B is. Yeah. So let me just try and get there. But also, I was in a relationship at the time. Yeah. And you remember all this. I remember down. all yeah. this. And I remember yeah. you talking. I hadn't met Marissa yet, uh-huh. but I remember you talking about her. And you're like, I just know. Yeah. It's like there's, I, there's I'm something positive there. about yeah. it. Yeah. 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 And it's, it was like yes. the second. Like, so I, we met, we, I work at a, a restaurant in Brooklyn and she, uh, I was there, like I had worked there since it opened. And a few months into it opening, I remember exactly what I was doing. I was like up on a ladder and I was like pulling down like bottles of Aperol and I had one in my hand and then I felt this like rush of air and it was the door opening and I looked down and she walked in because she was like her first day. Yeah. And I was like, who the, hold the phone. Who the hell is that? And I told my coworker that night, I was like that, I was like that, the new girl is like the most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my entire life. Mm -hmm. And she was like, that's sweet. And I was like, yeah. But in my head, I was like, no, no, no. I'm like obsessed with her. Like I, I was trying to be cool. Like, oh, she's hot. But I was like, I love you. Yeah. Um, so, and then, yeah. And then like, uh, I guess a couple weeks later, um, she, I was, it was like towards the end of the night. And we had sort of like the things that we would, we would kind of like laser focus on each other when we were talking. And like, I remember being, so uh, like a thousand percent completely aware of where she was in a room because I, yeah, Marissa, because I was just so like, just, I don't know. I was just like, I was so aware of who she was. And like, I just felt like even, I didn't know shit about her besides like her name Mm -hmm. and right. Yeah. And it was, uh, so at the time I was living with someone that we, we both just like, we got into that relationship too quickly. Neither of us are really that compatible. 
we did adopt a dog together. Um, but of course, and it just, it wasn't, it was, it was definitely on the, the downward slope. Like it was, we were both just kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like you look at someone and you're like, what are we doing? Yeah. One of those things. Um, but we lived together and so I was kind of, so I basically initiated that breakup and then right, right kind of, kind of like at the same time I would, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was basically at the exact same time that, uh, Marissa and I were just kind of like realizing that it was a thing and it happened because so we were at work one night towards the end of the night and like people in the restaurant business like to go out after work. Totally. It's such a toxic fucking business. But yeah, anyway, I used, to work, I used <laughs> yeah. to work in it. Yeah. And, wow. um, I was working with this awful man who, uh, he was just like a wreck. I mean, he always wanted to go out and he was like, Hey, do you want to get a drink after work? I mean, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to go home. I'm tired. And in that exact moment, my girlfriend, my now girlfriend walked up and she goes, are you guys going out after work? And Jeremy goes, no. And I said, no, I might. And like, <laughs> and he, and he kind of looked at me like, you just said you didn't want to go out. <laughs> and she was like, well, I just got dumped. So I'm going to, I'm going to go to the bar next door. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. I like said that. I was like, yeah, yeah, no, cool. The window I'll, I'll of there. opportunity yeah. just like it was appeared just like, over her head. She was just like, I'm having a fucking drink. No, no, no. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be there. I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah. And then she walked away and Jeremy looks at me like, you bitch, you just told me. You didn't want and yeah, I go, yeah. yeah, I don't want to have a drink with you. Right. That's exactly what I said to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was this terrible self-absorbed gay man. He was the worst. But anyway, um, so yeah, so I went to the bar next door and we sat and talked for probably three and a half hours, yeah. like just. Just like the most honest, yeah, fucking discussion I've ever had with anyone yeah. ever about anything. Ever. And at one point, one of our co- it was like on a Monday. There was like nobody there, so like there was one coworker who had come with her. This girl came with her because she was like comforting her because this guy had just dumped her. She'd only dated men at this point. That's mm-hmm. like some more context, but um, and I could tell that that my girlfriend was like wanted that friend to leave she was like oh I'm no I'm fine like you know it was only like a couple months or whatever and the girl was like oh are you okay we'll be here for you and I was like can you get the fuck out of here and so (laughs) she finally left and then we um yeah at one point she just kind of leaned over and kissed me and then it was like is that when you knew uh, yeah 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 it was it was just a completely like different yeah experience and I had have dated around a lot and like yeah, had a same. lot of like first kisses with people. Yeah. Same. But that was just like a different, completely different feeling. Yeah. And uh, I can remember like everything, like the weather that night. I remember every little detail. Yes. You remember everything. And it's like, even and the I most minute details. Memory. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Like years of drug use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so much Molly. Well, Colorado. Yeah. So much. Colorado. So much I was Colorado. a rave. You guys, I was a rave girl for like two years. Yes. Like, you could fucking believe it. I can't actually imagine that at I all. know, right? You, no one can. Yeah. For two years straight rave girl who like. Went to all the music festivals, knew every underground rave in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. did it so much Molly. Jesus Christ, I mean, so much. You do it. have a lot of energy on stage, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sort tr- of piece it together. I, yeah, I'm truly so crazy on stage. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, anyways, I ha- I don't have a great memory. I just yeah. I don't really have a great memory. But everything about Crosby, I remember. I remember th- that night. Everything. I remember the main the times we made eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it is like looking into someone's soul it's yeah. so wild but yeah I remember like every detail from like 
everything for us. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's in, we, so she came to Denver. I headlined the mile high 420 festival, uh, comedy tent, which let me tell you what, awful to do comedy for high people who oh, are sure. just so sleepy. Just, yeah. Two I've people done, were I've just done sleeping. It in Brooklyn. Yeah. Two yeah. <laughs> we were just sleeping on the lawn. And yeah. I was right. like, I have to do comedy for these people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she came to that and Lil Wayne and Lil John, um, headlined, which was like, unbelievable. That's awesome. <laughs> but Lil, I went, I like went to, I was like, I got to use the bathroom. And Lil, uh, Wayne was like talking and he was like, this shout out, like think about the person that you love. Like, this is a song for the people that we love that maybe aren't here. And like, just like the one and only that you love. And Crosby turned around and I turned to look at her and we were like, Because we hadn't said it or anything at that point. And we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Uh, uh, It was was incredible. And then that trip, we didn't say it, but, like, we did say it. You know, we just kept looking at each other. And I was such – I'm such an asshole. And I'd be like, do you have something to say to me? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, no. I'm like, okay, well, let's go downstairs and have – let's have some snacks. And she's like, no, but uh, do you have something to say to me? And I'm like, no. Do you – do you, have Do you have something that you want to say to me? Um, and uh, yeah, she still like is like, I can't believe you in Denver. And I was like, well, you know, I was trying to play it cool. Right. Uh, but we knew, I mean, we knew, I knew that that I loved her from like the first time we mm-hmm. hung out, for sure. And I also know that I've never felt that way. And I've been in a lot of relationships yeah. and I have, uh, they've been very loving. And, and I think there was some aspect of love in those relationships for sure. sure right. Oh, yeah. But like, I've never felt this intense of a connection, this true of a love. This, when people say like truly unconditional love, that's yeah. what this feels like. Yeah. There yeah. are no conditions. We're not like, people are like, are you exclusive? Is she your girlfriend? I'm like, no, that's not what this is. You know, yeah. this is not that. Also, I've had girlfriends before. I haven't had a soulmate. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I haven't had. So I call her my soulmate or my Crosby. You know. Yeah. Because I've had girlfriends. This and, is so sweet. Yeah. Um, I haven't had that many girlfriends. Uh, I've dated a lot, but I have only had like I think like two relationships before the one I'm in now. But I've but that's just because I just wasn't like. I just never met anyone that I was like, oh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah. I had four and said I love you and all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Even though the first one I definitely didn't love. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm the same way. I'm the same exact way. Yeah. Well, I like the right thing to do. I think I may have said I love you and not known exactly what I was saying. Yeah. 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 I also. Being like too young. I don't know. Yeah. I also do. I uh, have been like slowly dealing with my codependency issues. And, uh, like, wanting and needing outside validation so badly and, like, needing someone to love me so badly, um, which I'm just, you know, getting away from that at this point in my life, trying to. But so for me, it was always like, yeah, I'm grasping. I'm needing a relationship. I need this. Or the other person being like, I need this. You have to be locked down. You have to be my girlfriend. And yeah. and me just being like, I, that doesn't feel right. That doesn't, you know, it just, ugh, that, that, I, I do, I care about you, but that doesn't really feel right. And with Crosby, it's just like an unspoken thing of like, there's no conditions about this love. Mm-hmm. And also like, I want you to be the happiest person in the world. So if at some point, something happens where you're like, I need to explore something else. I want you to be happy, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, so it's, it's that kind of crazy, yeah, just like uh, insane love that is 
unconditional. And like, also again, it's like the sex is unbelievable. <laughs> but <laughs> if we want to, duh. Yeah. duh, right? Um, I mean, it's like cosmic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, I know that like when like sex starts to fade out when you're older and you're just like old people that are like you know sitting in rockers and just have like. <laughs> Uh, blankets over your knees, you know. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to be sitting next to her in the rocker on yeah. her porch, looking at people and talking about people. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. just being like, "Look at that guy. What do you think he's thinking?" And yeah. just like playing out those scenarios in in our minds. Yeah. Um. And also, just like the amount we laugh together is truly insane. Yeah. That's great. I love that. She's, She's so funny. She's. So I think Marissa is actually funnier than me, even yeah. though she does not have a comedy background, nor does she want to pursue that. But yes, yeah, she says things that I'm like, I can't even believe what yeah. just said, and I'm like, that's hilarious. I'm using that. Yeah, it's like in Tig special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Special. She's that, like, I, I, that was very relatable when she's too. talking about some of the things that she says just like around the house. Yeah. Like the funniest shit she'd ever heard. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I feel like Crosby, that is a name. That is Crosby yelling, being like, don't do that. Don't talk to the cat that yeah, way. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I, that wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I love so, <laughs> so funny. I, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> if um, you haven't watched Tig's stand up, her latest one, you got to do it. Yeah. That's so good. It's great. It's very relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said that, you know, she dated around forever and then she met her wife and was like, oh, this is it. This is the true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget whose podcast she was on, but was kind of like talking about the the evolution of that relationship because it was something where she was kind of talking to someone else at the time. Yeah. And there was this one friend she kept going back to. Was yeah. It, you made it weird. It might have been you made it weird with Pete. Yeah, uh, I think so. It yeah. Been that. Yeah. Yeah. Because she, yeah, they were like, Best friends, and she basically said, like, this is this person makes me laugh so much. Yeah. And they were like, she said she wasn't like a big texter, but she was texting her like constantly. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can that and that was kind of relatable too, because the first oh, another thing about uh my my girlfriend and I is that the first month of our of us like really getting to know each other had to be long distance, which I know you can relate to. Yeah. Uh, because she got like sick out of nowhere and had to have this crazy surgery, like she went to the doctor with this pain and they literally like wheeled her into the OR. Yeah. And she got wow. a surgery. She's fine. But like then she went from there directly up to uh, Pennsylvania to her aunt and uncle's farm to like recover. So I didn't, I, and I, that, I had not seen her since before she went into the hospital. Yeah. So I was like, fuck. Like, yeah. And I'm like, this is so brand new that I was just like, I don't want to be too much right now, but I don't know what to do with my hands. Like I didn't, it was so hard. Yeah. So like I did a series of cheesy gestures and we uh we basically got to know each other over the phone for like the first month which yeah. was great. Yeah. It, in hindsight it was like a great thing. At yeah. the time it was really hard, but yeah, it was just like we don't we just didn't have that whole, you know, the 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 luxury of like being physically together for that first while and then it wasn't even until after she came back that we were ever like alone in a room together ever. Yeah. yeah. So That's the universe doing for you what you can do for yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what the universe is doing for Crosby. Because I need to not be, you know, at a girl's house five nights a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you, yeah. you're fucking, Jesus, girls just like want to be Oh my God, it's just together. constant. Constant, just like, yeah, being yeah. in the same. Yeah. And I needed really badly to work on myself, like mm-hmm. really badly to like dive into like some serious issues that I'm dealing with. 
And, you know, she's doing the same thing. And so the universe is like, don't be together right now physically. But we are getting to know each other over the phone. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I don't FaceTime people. I don't. Like, my mom does it. No, I just. Yeah, but that, other I, than that, no. No. And Crosby and I FaceTime for, like, hours at a time. It, yeah. We'll look at our watch and it'll be like, it's Aww. been six hours. That's yeah. great. We have to stop doing this. But it is like our relationship is right. It's just like mental right now and mm-hmm. like getting to know one another and just like being able to talk. Um, but we like are seeing each other every now and then until I move. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I think that's also the universe doing for us what we should be doing. It's like yeah. you should not be in the same state right now, which is so hard. It's awful. Oh, I'm sure. But it's also like, yeah, it's like, and I have been doing like some serious, and also she makes me want to be the best version of myself so that I'm the, I can be in this relationship the way I should be in it. Yeah. Um, and I think she feels the exact same way. So I, awesome. I feel like I've been very quiet about, yes. <laughs> about me. Yes. I love your wife. story. Well, just because, I mean, for starters, I don't, I don't know if I believe in soulmates yeah. um, necessarily. Totally. But. Um, I think definitely like my, my relationship with my wife is something that is unlike anything that I've experienced with anyone else. And maybe had I believed in soulmates, I wouldn't have married my first wife Mm -hmm. and gotten divorced because I really remember like that was almost when I kind of sold myself on like, Oh, there's no soulmates. You just find someone that you're like compatible with yeah. that you think like, oh, this is a low drama relationship that's yeah. sustainable. Totally. And totally. I talked myself yep. into this relationship with someone that in no way did it feel, even when like my ex and I first became friends, I wasn't even sure I wanted to be friends with her. Like I was like, I don't even know if we're compatible as friends. And then we just like spent a lot of time together and she kind of grew on me. And then we, we started dating, um, after a while and, mm-hmm. um, and, and it was nice and stuff, but I just, I never felt like, Oh, this mm-hmm. it's the one, you mm-hmm. know? Right. But in hindsight, you didn't feel and, that way. No, no. At the time oh, I didn't yeah. feel that. Like, at, That's at how the, it was with my time, ex. It was just like, mm, this is easy. But I thought but like, it wasn't, but I thought I need to make a choice. Yeah. And this is a life that I think I want. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I will commit to it and I can see us, you know. And, like, there there were definitely, like, seeds of, of doubt there. But, like, in terms of the universe being super crazy, mm-hmm. I felt like the timing of, of me and Cecilia was was nuts and everything was pointing to, like, do not do this Red flags. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, because, boy. Right. So, it was so shortly after because it was shortly after um, my my ex wife left me. I was trying to make the the marriage work, and um, you know it was definitely the right thing to do. And that that she left me, and mm-hmm. she probably should have left me sooner. <laughs> like now that I know how much she didn't like being married to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she really. Kept those cards close to her chest yeah, yeah. for a while. Yeah, uh, but once, once why did she leave? On Not a lot of stuff. Mostly that she d- couldn't stand me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she truly hated being married to me. Really, yeah, which they say is a decent reason to leave someone. Yeah, no, no specific reason. Right. Just like Just I can't stand being with you. Broad yeah. paintbrush. Like no, I'm, being, being married to you makes me unhappy. But I can't pinpoint why. <laughs> 
I love when it's no, so simple. It, yeah, it's like, not. It's not another person. Yeah, it, it's not anything like it's that. Just like, um, that's great. It's just yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyway, um, so like I was, I was devastated. I was like in this really dark place. Um, I went on a trip with my mom to uh, to Germany, mm-hmm. and I like was crying every day. Yeah. Uh, but then I had this like very um, great experience at this kind of um, old Roman bath thing that I went to. Mm-hmm. And it was something about just like being naked in water at different temperatures mm-hmm. um, yeah. and being quiet and with yourself and thinking on everything. After that, I finally, it was like all the pain, all the anger, whatever, just like went away. Wow. And I felt like myself again. And I'm like, wow. oh, I think I'm like coming through the other side of this. It hasn't been that long, but I still feel mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm finally not this like miserable person that thinks my life is over. And then I come back to New York with this like new attitude of like the yeah. world is my oyster. Just walking down the street. I can do anything. And, and like bystanders are like, Hmm, somebody went to a German bathhouse. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Look at that lady. <laughs> uh, She's been in a lot of different temperature yeah. waters, and she was naked in there. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, they're pinpointing that, walking down the yeah. street, being like, we get her. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. How relatable. <laughs> it's written all over her face. How relatable is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> That's Yeah. Someone on Twitter was like, why is, uh, why is Sarah York the most relatable? lesbian i'm like because carolyn's so unrelatable by comparison that's why oh that's great who am i uh so like in my mind i was like i want to be single for at least a year this Mm -hmm. is gonna be the year of me and i remember you saying that exactly a week later my like Cecilia and I were out and we kissed and like they were coworkers at the time. Yeah, the we were time. coworkers yeah. at, at the time. She was going through a divorce and we went out for drinks yeah. the day she left her <laughs> wife. The and day she left her wife? Jesus. The day she left her wife. Lesbians are too much. I yeah, know. This is too much. Too much. I know. We, we, I know. We went out for drinks to like, we had kind of talked about things, but like I, like we were very much coworkers and I kept my distance from her because like my marriage was bad and I knew that she was married and I'm like, I don't want to risk anything like getting mm-hmm. messy. And that's like the last thing I need is for, for something messy. And then like the day she leaves her wife, we go out and when we kissed, it was like unlike any kiss I've ever had before. Mm-hmm. It felt Ooh, I'm getting chills. So yeah. right. It felt so right. And it felt it felt almost like now that you talk about it, like familiar. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like this kiss feels so familiar to me. And then in my mind though, I'm like, does she kiss like someone else I've made out with? <laughs> but like, no. Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I was like trying to figure out like what what is this? Why does this feel so right? Why does this feel mm-hmm. so good? Even though everything's like you two are going through divorces, like yeah. this is not, you should. But I did like when I was, I was journaling, angry journaling a lot when I was going through the the <laughs> divorce and I had written like what I wanted out of like my next relationship or like the, I wrote like, this is the kind of person I need to be with. And if I mm-hmm. were to read it out right now, it's like Cecilia to Whoa. a T. Wow. It's Cecilia to a T and wow. in ways like, yeah, I mean, she, she is like you were saying before, I 
don't even think I could have dreamed up Cecilia because mm-hmm. like I wouldn't have known that somebody like that exists. Yeah. 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 That that somebody could love me so unconditionally, that somebody could be so supportive, that somebody yeah. could be on such the same page as me, that we can communicate the way we do. Um yeah. it's just like blows my mind. Uh yeah. I do want to make sure we get to a, a game. Mm, yeah. And it's a game that we like to call Soulmate material. Yes. Oh my god, fun. Oh yes, one of your games. I love these. Oh, I love a good fucking game. I love sports and I love competition and I'm going to fucking win and this is the goddamn truth. Honestly, that is sort of joking, but not really. Yeah. Um, my father never let me win as a child and I'll tell you what, it's really shaped my life. Right, um, right. My dad didn't let me win either. No, never. And my mom would be like, "You need to let her win. She's really upset." You know. Yeah. She'd be like, "You got to let her win at this game of basketball." And my father was like, "No. Yeah. That's not teaching her." What she needs to learn. That's true. <laughs> we had a ping pong table in our the ping pong. That's an infuriating game. Oh, oh I love. I, I love it. Win at it. I love it. I Ugh. love ping pong, and Very we had a ping pong it. table <laughs> in our. Ba- We're like going to go to Bright Park. I know. <laughs> right after yeah. this, and square off. Um, and he bought like these really nice paddles, mm-hmm. and then we had these crappy used ones and we weren't allowed to have the nice paddle until we beat him in 10 games. Oh, get out of here with that. And my dad was so good. I I think I beat him maybe one time. Yeah. And my sister maybe got to five, but like these paddles stayed in their plastic wrap. You never got forever. He probably threw them out when they moved. (laughs) We just never got the good paddle. Yeah. He stuck by it's that. Like such a metaphor for like relationships with your dads. Like oh, I just never God. got the fucking nice paddle. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's still, still, Always still have a rift. Man. <laughs> so I'm gonna show you a picture, and you say soulmate material or or no? This okay. is great for a podcast to do pictures. Yeah, we, oh, we love doing visual aids for our <laughs> audio <laughs> platform. Yeah. <laughs> We like to think that we're, uh, it just the really sets us apart. The describing the photo. That's it sets really us funny. apart. Yeah. That is so funny. So oh, mm. so the picture is Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. Um, I, not for me. Not, not soulmate for, material. Not for me, but soulmate material. You for, think so? For sure. She She's very witchy to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's very witchy, she, and she very has the vibe that she would find someone soulmate. I would be scared of the of her being too witchy. Yeah. I would be afraid to break up with her. Oh, She'd yeah. be someone I'd be so afraid to break up with that I just never would. Especially, I don't. If you guys can see the picture, it's very witchy. Like the She's background, kind of the witchiest the, picture. Yes, you did. Absolutely annoyed at whatever photographer took that photo. And also behind her is like weird, like shapes slash. What like is that? Like painted. a PowerPoint presentation oh, behind her? I don't know. Yeah, but she she is she sold my material for someone. It's yeah. in a weird way where she'll like take she over is married, your soul. I believe, isn't she? To a woman? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, to um, the dancer, the 22-year-old 20, dancer. Well, what could go wrong? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> soulmate material. Oh, my God. Lena Waithe, absolutely soulmate yes. material. 100%. Yeah. I agree. She I also believes in it, for sure. Yeah. She, like, feels it. It's, it's she palpable. Is, yeah, and she's in her Met Gala look, which, was, as we all know, is the iconic uh, rainbow drapery Cape. that she wore over her. Yeah. And her yeah. curtain. Yeah, she's the best. Rainbow curtain. It's a cur- it's a beautiful curtain. Yeah, I'm she- not fashionable, you know what I mean. So I'm, yeah. I call it a curtain. <laughs> if I was going to go to the Met Gala, I would probably just wear a curtain. Yeah, yeah, like, I would. Guys, and people would be I like, shower curtain. Know. People would love yeah. it. People oh, would they be would like, be like, it's revolutionary. Like, and I'm revolutionary. like, it was nine dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I would. I got it on the way here. It's a shower curtain. Yeah, yeah. TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx. I used the. I had to stop in to use the restroom, and then I got this shower curtain. 
Oh, Kate, Kate McKinnon. McKinnon. I don't know. Do you think she's soulmate material? I don't. I think she's a character caricature. I think she's so funny and so brilliant that it's probably just spilling out of her all she the fucking be. time. If she was soulmate material, she wouldn't want anyone to know. Right. She wouldn't yeah. want you to know. She would. <laughs> she would hold the fa- the facade stays strong. Yeah. Because I think she just seems like someone who it's probably hard to get close to someone yes. who is yeah. that brilliant and yes. is just constantly like coming up with new characters and stuff. Totally. I really just hey. reduced her down to like her job on SNL. Right, yeah. <laughs> As a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think everyone's soulmate material, but I can mm-hmm. feel, I can feel her yeah. being a little closed off. You yeah. Know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. And being really protective of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and like maybe, yeah, she's dating someone. Uh, Is she still a with photographer. The same? Oh, photographer. so she's yeah. not with uh, the, uh, the Broadway actress anymore. She was with, uh, her name is Marla uh, something. She was with her for like three years. Red hair. She was in, no. I saw her in Sister Act. No, she's with a, with a photographer. Okay, so that's over. Oh, my soulmate's trying to FaceTime me. Oh. Hi, Crosby. Hi, Crosby. That's great. Oh. oh. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling. Uh, I think... You know, I don't know. I think it's, I bet he's, I bet he's a, I bet, I don't know that he, hmm, who is he with? Eva Mendez. Oh, is he? Yeah, I think they have kids together. Oh. I don't know. I always picture him as his character from The Notebook, so I'm like, oh, of course he's like, he's going to be in love with one woman forever, but then like, he's an actor. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. He feels very closed off to me as well. He feels yeah. Very, he feels like he doesn't believe in soulmates to me. I think that he was like obsessed with playing that character on The Notebook, but is mm-hmm. very far from that in actuality. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. Right. He is not soulmate material. That was, that was <laughs> There are correct answers. Some of, are, yeah. yeah. Some of You've these got are the gray. key. Yeah. She's got the key on her computer. This is, this is on the back. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Look at that outfit. Yes. Her looks are so, every single thing that she wears is like, it needs to be in a museum. There needs to be like a six-month exhibition of yes. all the things that she wears. 100% soulmate material. Yeah. Soulmate yes. material yeah. for sure. I think that Janelle Monet must... Like there has to be one specific person in the universe for her in because the she, whole entire including yeah. planets such, that we haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she is such a unique like, personality so, yeah. and artist and, and everything about her that like there would have to be somebody to fit that would have to be like a very specific person to be the other yeah. half of that. Yeah. Imagine meeting her and having anything cool to say to her. Yeah. Like what am I going to say to Janelle Monae? I'd just start talking about the weather or something and be like, well, sure is. Sure is he outside? Yeah, and she'd be like, "Who are you? Yeah, get- how did you get through security?" <laughs> <laughs> like I'm waiting tables here. <laughs> oh, that's uh, uh, who is Evan Rachel Wood from, from uh, Westworld? Westworld. Um, her character in Westworld, I believe, is a robot. So yeah, she's not. <laughs> yeah, I know that's nothing about, about her. Yeah. We're, we're just talking Ro- about the Westworld robotic. character, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wyatt. It would depend on the code that they've written for her, I suppose, yeah. if she's soulmate material. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know anything really about her. But do you believe that robots have souls? We're getting at a bigger thing yeah, here. Yeah, this, this is actually all about AI. This oh, is a long no. form. Oh, no. Like, I definitely don't, but I'm scared of soon. it. Can, can AI have a soul would answer whether or not right. she's soulmate think, material. Well, that's the whole question of Westworld, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. It's like the. I think it's a whole question of, like, are these human, like, how... Yeah. I, I, say no. so. I say no. Oh. You say no? I say, I, say no. I, I say I don't have any idea. <laughs> yeah. 
I have too many shows. All right, I can't start another one. Yeah, uh, M- Morgan was right on that. We have no, we don't have the comprehension to know whether or not right. AI has souls yeah. because there is a chance that we are all living in a simulation right now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Uh, wow. Uh, oh, just a, a picture of a skillet of, of mac and cheese. Probably Velveeta. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm Does, getting Hamburger t- Helper vibes from that. Oh, no way. Now, yeah, I, but I was trying the to find one that like didn't someone, look like Velveeta. Someone didn't put the hamburger in. Like some, like you, like your vegetarian friend is coming over and you're like, ugh. Can food be your soulmate? <sighs> Mac and cheese can. I think, I think food has its own agenda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think food has its own agenda and we don't really know it and, uh, and we just have to realize it's like, that. like, hey, I'm here to nourish you. Or, you or know, not. Or not. Or make you feel good for a second and then feel really bad about wow, yourself. Wow, that's kind of how a lot of people are, though, too. If you think about it. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> this next one is just for Morgan to, to answer. Okay. Who is that? Who is it? Oh, my God. Just soulmate material or not? <laughs> Wait, who is it? I just have to say from the picture. Just from the picture. picture. (laughs) You guys are monsters. Um, (laughs) She seems very buttoned up and closed off. I think she could be a soulmate. I don't think she would be really truly open to it until she unzipped that jacket. Just Uh. purely unzipped that jacket and then she would be ready for it. Yeah. Uh, Is it your girlfriend? No, it's my ex-wife. I got soulmate material. (laughs) Yes, that is so funny. I yelled too loud. Oh my God. I can't believe you just said soulmate material. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Oh yeah, she's soulmate material. Is this someone I should know? She's she's also too cool for me to talk to. But I do, once a week. Uh, uh, I mean, it's my wife. Is my wife soulmate material? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, great. She's great. gorgeous. That's good. She is. She is. Ugh. I'm so lucky. This is evil that you're doing people. Yeah, that. yeah. This is like scary. Oh my god! Yes, the one in the middle. Soulmate material for sure. Yes. And okay. she's the best, and that's my T-shirt that she's wearing. Ah, so this yeah. is your yeah, uh, that's Magia. Yeah. She wow, isn't she, she gorgeous? And those are her kids? No, <laughs> God, she's those be- are her nephews. She's beautiful and definitely soulmate material. Look at those that very good energy coming. Yeah, from her. like incredible energy. That photo was taken when she visited California, right as we were first dating, and she took my favorite shirt. And come to think of it, I haven't seen that shirt in a long time. And I love that shirt. Well, I get, gotta, I'm going to ask her about back. it when I go home. Where's that dark blue shirt? Do you guys live together now? Yeah. <laughs> you could just look for it. <laughs> just not look there. in your drawers. Clean the whole house. Yes, did all the laundry. Haven't seen that shirt in six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a good idea. Oh, you know, for some people, big, fluffy, mean cats are absolutely soulmates. That's what this photo is. Um, this cat is straight up predatory. This is a house cat looking at you like a lion would look at a gazelle yeah. in the wild. That is a very scary photo and the tiniest face I've ever seen. Yeah. Just that the cat tiniest. All, that's a cat that you want to shave into a lion. Yes. <laughs> yes exactly. for, just for Instagram photos. Just for Instagram photos. <laughs> uh, that cat, I think inherently some cats can be evil. I also believe some can be soulmates. That particular cat, not soulmate material. No, all right. not at all. And I say that right with answer. 100% confidence. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that cat will mm-hmm. not attach to anything. I believe every single dog in the world is a soulmate, but Ooh. not cats are case by case. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. true. Soulmate. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. go. That puppy. puppy for yeah. sure. Oh my that's god. That's every uh, any that's he's 
the whole world soulmate. Like yeah. the whole gotta, world is. I also believe if you go to a shelter or something like that, you'll feel the dog that you need mm-hmm. or, or, or that should be with you. Yeah. I, that too. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's important to connect to. It's also important to be absolutely sure you're staying in the relationship you're in when you go to the shelter and get the dog. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. In true lesbian fashion, you're just like, we'll get a dog. Things are fine. They need to have yeah. a special room in, at a dog shelter where they pull aside lesbian couples individually. And yeah. I'm like, listen, I'm going to level. Like, I, you have to, you tell me right now what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Before we give you a dog. Exactly. Yeah. I don't want to hear your sob story in a month when you have to bring the dog back. Yeah. The screening <laughs> process for lesbians getting dogs. It's way more rigorous. Yeah. Way more. The background <laughs> check is insane. It's yeah. like, how many relationships the FBI have you been gets involved. The FBI gets involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they you have, they're like, you have to go to a German bathhouse and yeah. really find yourself before yeah. you can choose a dog. What was the variance of temperature and water that you sat in naked yes, before exactly. you made this decision? <laughs> I want to do that so bad. Now I'm, I'm like, telling you. yeah. No, so what? But well, not what New York. You? I don't want to go to a New York bathhouse. Well, I'm scared of that. No, Are there good ones. The Russian Turkish bathhouse in the East Village is my little serenity spot. Really? Uh, I know. That- I don't want to tell people about this. Maybe you should edit it out. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's what I wanted it out. Is it? Is it? It's not Wall Street baths. No, no, no. Okay. This one's in the East Village. It's on 10th Street. It's called the Russian Turkish Bathhouse, and it's amazing. Okay, and it's incredible. It's not like the cleanest place, honestly, but it's it's amazing. And everyone there is like super chill vibes. There's like a deck where you can go outside. People like smoke cool. pot and just like chill and like. Uh, and you can like smoke cigarettes and then it is just like this little safe haven in like the craziest East mm-hmm. Village yeah. insanity. It's amazing. Okay. So I, I recommend it highly. Yeah. It's so, and it's, it's co-ed most of the time. There are times where it's just women, but I go really when it's co-ed, but it's, it's a little like, yeah, it's a little safe haven. I, it's amazing. Okay, cool. And they have amazing borscht and like food like that. It's really incredible. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I, I think the, the, reason why it worked it was this thing where um like if your mind if you have like all these crazy things going on in your mind and like all these emotions but your body is submerged in like water mm-hmm. and you're going through this thing so your body's calm it's almost like your body is telling your mind like you're gonna be okay like yeah yeah and yeah. you have the crazy thoughts but with your mind feeling at peace i think there's something there that your your body is mm-hmm. like informing your mind of like you can get and you don't this. have like your phone in front of you. And like, these you're thoughts not, aren't, like, yeah. And these thoughts aren't like anything that that I don't know. There was something about cool the face I, of the water. I, I think also it. like being in water in general like makes you feel like you are in the womb. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that, there's you're that like buoyant and like yeah, you're yeah. buoyant and like in the womb you had like just pure thoughts or whatever yeah. it was and just like not malleable and you weren't thinking of anything because you couldn't. You were just like being born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's something to do with that as well. Water yeah. is a very calming thing to be in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Don't laugh too hard at me <laughs> having that. No, it's a real, German it's a, bath it's experience. Good. No, I think at the end of the day, we are uh, sure that all of us believe in yeah. all of that stuff. <laughs> uh, and a cold plunge. Yeah, uh, cold plunge is like. Oh, I love ooh, a cold plunge at the Russian Turkish bathhouse. Woo! Get yeah. in that a cold plunge. Yeah. 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 Okay. I I took uh, Cecilia to like her first spa experience, and she was like very skeptical about the cold plunge. And she got in and just started yelling things in Spanish, and it was my favorite thing oh, in the world. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> my favorite thing that my girlfriend does is she breaks into song, 
She has a beautiful singing voice. She never, she did like musical theater when she was younger and kind of lost interest in it. But she like, I'm telling you like would have been like a Broadway star. Yeah. But she'll just like, she either completely makes up songs, but in like a jingle tone, like a, like an old fancy Broadway kind of like yeah. way of doing it. It's amazing. Yeah. Crosby's all about accents. She goes into accents constantly. She's Southern. So one, uh, the main one is darling. She goes, darling. She says, "You're being an angel, darling." And I'm like, like I'm very much like, whoa, we love that. And then one time I matched her southern accent, and she was like, "You actually can't do that. It's like turning me on." (laughs) She's like, "This is very attractive to me." It was over Facetime. She's like, "There's something about you with a southern twang that is so hot." And I was like, "So funny." I know it's so funny. Just live in Atlanta long enough, and you won't be able to help yourself. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I became one of those assholes who sounded like a little bit more Southern after like six years. Yeah. Living well, in the yeah, South. That's, that's normal. Yeah. Cause you kind of match. Pe- you it, I you want to match someone people in conversation. Who, oh, Crosby and I, that's like the best thing is we match each other's energy and whatever we're saying. Like and an improv will, game. That's cool. Yeah. We will do bits until they cannot be funny anymore. I will do them. And if someone keeps laughing, I will not stop. Right. And then when they <laughs> When, and then when she sort of Same. stops laughing and she's like, this is actually illegal. I'm going to call the cops. You have to stop I would doing like this. start a fire in a trash can if it made people laugh yep. like in public. Like yeah. I would like do it inside a building. She's like, like you say, it's fun. They love me in there. Yeah. She's like, you can't do this bit anymore. And I'll be like, okay, I won't do it anymore. And then I'll do the right, bit again. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> and then she'll laugh so hard. And she's like, God damn it. You still make me laugh forever. It's, it's so like funny. when Tig Notaro did that Indigo Girls bit at the end oh of her show. Oh, my God. Everyone has to watch their, their yeah. stand-up on Netflix. It's so, it's infuriatingly good. It's very good. She's perfect. So simple and wonderful. Yeah. Love her. So we like to end the show with a random question. And because it's June, it's Pride Month. What's your favorite thing about Pride Month? Probably that I'll actually be like participating this month. I'm such a curmudgeon, you guys. Yeah. I'm like, Scrooge I'm making you do pride. the dyke march. <laughs> I know. I just, I have a problem with being outside in the heat. I'm like a, I'm like an old bulldog. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just can't. I breathe heavily and I'm, I, I get uncomfortable. I'm and I get irritable. I'm sweaty. I'm so sweaty. And why does Pride always fall on like the hottest, most yeah. humid weekend of the year every single, every single year it, without, without fail? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna rise above that, and I'm gonna enjoy it this time, and I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy our live show and all of our you know like the things we're doing. So everyone come to the fucking Pride March and see us, and I'm excited about that. I'm also I don't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like a very bad lesbian. I'm, I'm like the I, I'm yeah. such a bad lesbian. But uh, God, what's my favorite thing about Pride Month? I mean, I just love the celebration. Yeah. Of, yeah. Uh, like homosexuality and LGBTQ plus stuff. I just think it's really beautiful. And I finally have come into my own where I, I like to be an advocate, like especially in the community, in like the comedy community at UCB. Like I do a lot of queer workshops and all that kind of stuff. And so for a month to highlight that, I mean, it should be highlighted forever, like all the time, but like mm-hmm. a month to really celebrate that is really beautiful. Mm-hmm. But I don't participate in a lot of pride stuff mm-hmm. per se, but uh, I did last year do the drag queen march from the East Village to Stonewall, and that was amazing. Oh, that was and it awesome. was raining. Yeah. But we all were like, fuck it. And someone was wheeling a, uh, a, a like speaker that was just blasting yeah, yeah. music. Yeah. That cool. was truly really, really great. So, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't have like a particular thing. The, the actual march is very overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, it's so, it's so much. Yeah, so the, the but I do go the parade. and I love it. The parade. The, the parade. The, yeah. the parade. The parade, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
But, I, you know, and I love rainbows all over the goddamn place. I love yeah. people's Instagram posts being happy Pride Month. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love that I stuff. I like watching, like, older people, like, uh, and children getting involved in, like, the celebration. Like, yeah. I have a friend who texted me yesterday, and she texted me a photo. She's strange. She's a little girl, and she uh, texted me a photo of, like, her little girl handing out, like, these wristbands and stuff at, at Kansas City's. Kinsey had like a pride thing yesterday or something. And it was just like, cool. It's like little, and there were yeah. so many little kids there that were just like wearing their rainbow shit and like had the little flags and that they were just like having a good time. And it's like, this is, that's, that's good to see that. Like, yeah, coming I, up, you know, with the little, with kids I think that's now. my favorite thing is just like, it allows everybody to participate mm-hmm. in, in celebrating yeah. the history and the culture. And, and now with the internet, which is used for so many horrible things, yeah. even, um, it, it just, I think, gives it it's pride, like a, a lot more if visibility. If a flamethrower cured cancer, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's usually terrible, but it does this one good thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that people can be exposed to Pride yeah. Month, like from wherever you are, you can celebrate Pride, and if you're like in the smallest town or whatever, like uh, it's it's your chance yeah. to you know. I also be happy. like anything that makes uh, sensitive white straight men feel excluded. And yeah. so, that, so it's always that one guy and that one Trevor on Twitter who's like, "What are we straight pride? Yeah, yeah why doesn't Jesus. everyone get to be proud? Shut up! Yeah, yeah. keep your all lives matter takes out of this, please. Yeah. yeah, seriously, we should take away their internet for Pride Month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's how we should celebrate. Forget the rainbow hashtags. Yeah, uh, Morgan, do you have anything you want to plug? Just my show is Monday nights at eleven p.m. It's called Dirty Laundry at UCB uh, Theater House Kitchen. It's so great. It's like variety stand-up and general insanity happening. Great. Um, that's great. And yeah, that's my main my main jazz right now. Um social media? And- oh yeah. Morgan Miller seventeen is my uh Instagram that I'm plugging on that. Dirty laundry underscore U C B T is the that. And uh yeah, I don't really do Twitter. So All right. just really I really want Instagram followers from this really bad. All right. Because I do my stories are very fun. Oh good. Uh, yeah, we will we'll definitely tag you on We're Instagram and we have we have a nice little like our Instagram following keeps growing each week. Yeah. So thank you for everybody who's been following us at Diking Out on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. And you can follow me again back to <laughs> TGI Carolyn on uh, Twitter and Instagram and the Sarah York is still only on yep. Twitter. And one day we'll get her back on I'll Instagram. I'll get back on Instagram, you guys. Come to our show the 21st at the People's Improv Theater. We'll post information about that on Facebook and Instagram and everything like that. And um, I don't know. Is that it? I think that's it. Thanks for diking I, out with us. I, I was just going to say thank me. you for letting me dike out. Yeah, yeah this thanks is for so diking fun. out. It was so rad. I also think we should fucking hang out and like go to yeah. the baths. And, like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. I'd probably go to the baths. This yeah. Is, yeah. Amazing. Cool. Cool. All right. Bye. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. 
particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were. And it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.